Hey, everybody, this is Joe Chavaria, and you are listening to the Credit Agents Podcast. If you've gotten value out of these episodes, please, please, please rate this podcast and share with other people you think it'll help. Thanks for listening. So how much does an FHA loan really cost you? The ugly truth about down payment assistance programs and the hidden truth about conventional mortgages. I'm Joe Chavaria, and this is another episode of Cup of Joe. So today I want to talk about some secrets around bad credit home loans or home loans that require lower and less than perfect, uh, less than perfect credit scores and kind of what are the hidden fees? What are the, the, the terms? And well, maybe not specifically the terms, but what are some things you can expect so you can kind of uncover some of the, the, the truth and facts behind around these types of loans? How much is an FHA loan really going to cost you? So when it comes to mortgages, you have a couple of different different loan types. You have a VA loan for, for veterans, people that have served our country. Um, they can qualify with, uh, they can get VA benefits, which are typically going to allow their down payment to be covered. So it's like 100% financing, uh, a lower score requirement. So there's a lot, uh, higher debt to income ratio requirement. So for veterans, there's a lot of programs out there for, for veterans. If you are a veteran and you haven't used your VA benefits to uh, secure a home loan, you definitely want to look into that direction. Um, but let's just say you have the other two types, which are FHA and conventional. So with conventional, you're going to have a higher score requirement, sometimes a little bit of a higher down payment requirement, but your interest rate and your monthly payment is typically going to be a little bit less, typically, right? And then you have your FHA loan, which is your most common type of home loan, especially for like first time home buyers, um, you know, second time, third time home buyers, people have kind of been doing it for a while, kind of have that experience with, with FHA loans in the past. And so they're, you know, you know, looking to kind of save some money and get a better loan by going to a conventional type of loan. So with FHA, typically the credit score requirement is I've seen, I've, I've talked to lenders and some lenders can do uh, credit scores down to 500, most cases around 620, 640. Um, FICO mortgage, by the way, guys. So this is not your Vantage credit scores, which you get from Credit Karma. Um, these are not your uh, FICO credit card scores you may have from Capital One or Discover. Those are your FICO bank card scores. I'm talking about your FICO mortgage credit score. So the mortgage companies use FICO versions two through five. Um, so they're using they're using older versions of of, of FICO, and always verify with your bank or lender. Sometimes some of them. Uh, very rarely they're using Vantage credit scores, which are the newer score models. Some banks, some lenders are starting to use Vantage, but I'd say about 98, 98%, 98%, maybe 99% of the banks and lenders that are out there are still using FICO, which has been around since like the 50s. So um, so your mortgage company more than likely is using a FICO mortgage score version. And again, most lenders want to see about a 620, 640 to do a very good uh, I think I think it's basically a uh, uh, non-manual underwrite, what they call it. So it's kind of like a desktop approval. It's almost like an automatic approval. Um, using when you have a higher score, typically 620, 640 and above. Once you have a lower score, you're, you're typically subject to a manual underwrite, which means you're going to probably have to have more financial documents, probably a higher down payment, probably have a higher interest rate. But you know, to be on the safe side, typically 620, 640. Um, FICO mortgage scores will will allow you to enter into an FHA type of mortgage. So with FHA loans, typically the interest rate is going to be a little bit higher compared to your conventional mortgage loan. And the 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 truth, I guess, you know, the the true cost of an FHA loan. And one thing you also need to consider is that 
you're paying for private mortgage insurance, also known as PMI. And so when you kind of when you kind of compare FHA loans to conventional mortgages, one of the main differentiators there is the private mortgage insurance. So with private mortgage insurance, typically that is where kind of like the government's guaranteeing the loan. Um, and so in order for them to kind of guarantee the loan, they implement this private mortgage insurance. And in the case of a default, um, it kind of helps protect the loan. And so with private mortgage insurance, typically that can be anywhere between like 0.8% to maybe about 1.5% of the value of the loan rolled into the monthly payment. Depending on the type of loan, let's just say maybe like a $200,000 loan, you know, that could be anywhere between like 50, maybe up to 100 you know, bucks a month added to your, your monthly payment. And that's just for private mortgage insurance. And it's just for an event of a, a default, right? In the event that you don't uh, pay the mortgage, you know, there's basically private mortgage insurance to kind of protect the bank from any losses they may receive from that. So that's, you know, basically added risk into the deal that you're paying for in your monthly payment, the bank rolls that onto you. And so that's typically the main differentiator there between an FHA loan and a conventional. So those are some things to consider, especially when it comes to your monthly payment. You kind of want to compare conventional and FHA. With FHA, you're going to have that private mortgage insurance. You may have a higher interest rate um, compared to your conventional financing or if you have a higher score type of loan. And then, um, of course, the, uh, the private mortgage insurance will be added into that. So those are some truth of the cost there. I'm sure there's other fees, maybe some origination fees, some closing costs that could be associated in there. But um, you definitely want to look at your private mortgage insurance quote and kind of verify what you are paying for as far as private mortgage insurance and you know how that affects your, your monthly payment. Because for some people, what you pay every month to, you know, for mortgage, taxes, insurance, all of that bundled in, you know, you're trying to keep that cost down as low as possible and it really matters. So you're trying to save every dollar you possibly can when it comes to your monthly payment on your mortgage. So if you're looking for a much lower monthly payment, you may want to consider going conventional, which I'll talk about that here in a bit. So second point is the uh, down payment assistance options, which are pretty popular uh, or at least it's kind of been like the uh, rumor around the campfire, which is like, you know, we people have heard of it, these first time home buyers. It used to be really big a couple years back where, you know, it was it was marketed pretty heavily, maybe on TV, radio, what have you, you know, get the $7,000 grant or $15,000 grant the government's given out to help you buy houses. This was kind of really post um, 07, 08, after the mortgage meltdown, kind of like to kind of motivate the economy to kind of push the uh, the real estate economy um, the government stepped in and was offering a lot of grants a lot of programs that are out there to kind of motivate people to go out and buy some houses buy some real estate and so the 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 actual cost when it comes to down payment assistance programs and with the way that works is a lot of these are offered by the state uh, the local government, uh, you know, they're usually whether it's the, the county or the state um, is offering some type of grant, some type of, uh, of, of offer to where they'll cover, you know, your full down payment or close to your full down payment. So typically with the FHA, you're paying three and a half percent down. That's pretty standard. But if you get approved for a grant or some kind of uh, down payment assistance option, then they may cover, um, you know, you basically would have to come to the table. They'll basically they'll give you enough funds to cover three of the three and a half percent that would be the down payment, or four percent of the three and a half. I don't mean that in the form of like three percent of the the four percent. That would make a lot of sense, but um, 
you know, what I'm referring to is like, let's say that the mortgage company is requiring three and a half percent down, you get a grant that's going to cover 3% of the loan, then you only need to come to the table with 0.5% uh, for the down payment. So you, you know, instead of coming up to the table with maybe, let's just say five grand for, for a loan, maybe you come to the table and only need to bring like 500 bucks, right? So that's one option. Sometimes there's a program that will cover uh, more than your down payment, though you put some money back into either, you know, going towards closing or back in your pocket, uh, maybe for some moving costs, things like that. And that's like the 4% grant. So while down payment assistance options you know, they help out on the front end, right? If you can come to the table with next to nothing down and you kind of help with your upfront costs, that's, that's uh, you know, definitely I'm, I'm a proponent of that. But where you want to focus on and where you want to pay close attention to is your interest rate. Typically, because of the grant, because of the program, the mortgage company has to deem the loan a little bit on the risk you're in. So you may end up paying a quarter of a point or maybe about a point higher on the interest rate. So let's just say as of today, let's just say hypothetically, the mortgage interest rates right now are four and a half percent. If you got a down payment assistance program attached to it, maybe instead of four and a half, you pay four point seven five or maybe, you know, five percent interest right so there's a difference there in the rate due to the fact that you're getting some outside assistance to help cover the down payment and so where this could be kind of kind of be counterproductive is again if you're also focused on your monthly keeping your monthly payment low that interest rate is going to kind of kind of factor into there of course you can always refinance down the line maybe five to ten years on the road you can look into refinancing that loan and get a lower rate and uh, maybe go from an fha loan to a conventional but that's just something to consider is that you're going to to Pay, even though you're getting some help on the front end, you're going to probably pay for it in the back end in the form of your of your interest rate. So it's something to consider. I'm a proponent for down payment assistance if it's, if it's needed, especially for like single moms, um, you know, people that are on fixed incomes, you know, someone that just needs a little bit of help on, on, on getting into the down payment or even single dads. Um, and you can pay the bill, you can afford the monthly, but, you know, due to like your cost of living, being on one income, it's just harder to get to um, a down payment scenario, try to save up three and a half percent down. Um, it's harder because of all the other difficulties. And so to kind of, you know, help you get that going to kind of get out of a renting situation to becoming uh, owner and building equity, you know, I'm a proponent of, of some help like that if, if, if need be. Um, where I'm not a proponent is if you got good income, you're making 70, 80 grand a year, you know, even 60 to 70 grand a year, and you know, you haven't done a budget in a while, and you're kind of spending money frivolously, maybe look into creating a budget first. Let's say you're about three to six months out from wanting to buy a house, then you, you know, as opposed to just kind of relying on these programs and getting some down payment assistance help, um, look into getting a budget going and try to save, you know, between, you know, a thousand, maybe, you know, 1500. Uh, a month if possible and do that for three to six months and you know there you go there magically appears your, your your down payment for your house and you don't have to do a program you don't have to have a higher um, interest rate because of it you know you're able to get in and uh, get a get a much better type of loan which then transitions me to uh, conventional mortgages so conventional mortgages some truth behind that a lot of people believe that with a conventional mortgage, you need to have perfect credit, like 700 plus scores, and you need to have 20% uh, down. That's the only way to get a conventional mortgage. Some people believe that's the only way to get a mortgage in general. They don't even know about VA programs and FHA programs or these down payment assistance options. So maybe believe that in order to get a mortgage, you need to have 20% down, period, plus A1 credit. 
Well, with conventional, there's some banks and lenders out there that will lend down to about a 660 FICO mortgage score. And the cool thing about conventional is that there's not any private mortgage insurance. So you get a lower payment, plus the interest rate typically is going to be lower on a conventional mortgage as opposed to uh, FHA because it's a better loan. And then two, also because theoretically your credit score should be higher um, when you're going conventional because they have a, typically a higher score requirement. So theoretically, your interest rate would also be lower. So no private mortgage insurance, lower interest rate, and um, you know 660 score requirement typically for, for most lenders. And you don't need to have 20% down. There's conventional, there's mortgage companies that do conventional loans between three and 5% down. Some require 10, but you know I'm, I'm starting to see a lot more lenders only require 5% down. So, you know, that's uh, as opposed to having to wait to 20% down to, to get a conventional mortgage or a mortgage in general, there are some options around conventional financing. The only challenge is you need to have a higher score requirement uh, and then you need to have a little bit more down payment. There, is, uh, uh, there are some lenders that can, they can uh, bring in a down payment assistance program to a conventional mortgage. It's extremely rare, but it's definitely possible. So you just want to focus on your score, getting your credit score up as high as you possibly can and saving some money. Again, I'm Joe Chavaria. Thank you so much for tuning in here. I'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, just want to say thank you so much for listening to the Credit Agents Podcast. If you received any value of any of these episodes, please, 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 por favor, rate this podcast and share it with other people you'll think it'll benefit. Again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Joe. I'll see you on the next one, guys.